Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Two bits of business for you. Well, one bit of conjecture, but first a bit of business. The hottest guests in the game. To be a general manager in this league, every now and then you got to do something outside of the box. Access you won't get anywhere else. Connor McDavid is not going to be denied. At some point, he's just going to pick this team up and put it on his back. Well, the Edmonton Oilers just went full Harlem Globetrotters on that. This is Leon Dreisaitl. I'm Darnell Nurse. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on your home for Oilers Hockey. 6 to open up today's show. You know, just as a total aside, right from the get-go, how many of you get Dennis DeYoung from Sticks and Peter Cetera from Chicago Big Sticks? Like, they kind of look alike now. They didn't look alike when they were younger. Uh, but, yes, indeed, the Chicago Blackhawks are in town. That might not be the only rip uh, that we might head off with uh, Sticks on today's show. Don't they have the best of times? We might be living that as we speak right now in the here and now. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by World of Spas. And coming up on today's show, lots to get to. The Edmonton Oilers on a 14-game heater playing the Chicago Blackhawks or on a second of a back-to-back, three and four. That's their top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. So the Oilers have won 14 straight games, but Chris Knobloch pivoting in the third period of the game against the Columbus Blue Jackets. And as we go early into the game day lineup report for McGuire Financial, stick handle your way to financial success for a free financial consultation. Visit McGuireFinancial.ca. We're now at the place where fans are like, well, if Chris thinks it's a good idea, it's a good idea because the team's 22-3 and in their last 25 games. But the orders in morning skate today had Leon Dreisettle up front with Connor McDavid and Zach Hyman. McDavid, 27 points in 19 career games against the Hawks. Dreisettle, 16 goals, 33 points in 23 games against Chicago. Edmonton had Ryan Nugent Hopkins with 30 points in 33 games. Don't forget, Nugent had... A five-point performance against Chicago back in the 11-12 season. Uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins with Evander Kane and Warren Fogle. We'll hear from Warren Fogle coming up on today's edition of Oilers Now. Ryan McLeod was with Dylan Holloway on the left side and Connor Brown on the right side. And then the Oilers had Matthias Janmark on a line centered by Derek Ryan with Sam Gagne. Corey Perry, all along the plan was for him to play against Nashville, and I think we're going to see that come to fruition. The D remains the same for the Oilers. Nurse and CeCe, Eckholm and Bouchard, Kulak and Deherney. Calvin Pickard does start in goal. He's 4-2 and two this year, 2.69 goals against average, and a 9.02 save percentage. He'll oppose Peter Mrazek. 
in goal for the Chicago Blackhawks. 12-7-1, a 3.01 goals against average, a 907 save percentage. Here's where I tell you the Hawks have a minus 68 goal differential, second worst in the NHL, and they have lost 18 straight games on the road. There's a chance Edmonton extends the streak tonight. Again, that's the game day lineup report for McGuire Financial. Tag teaming in with today's top story for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Back at the 630 Chad Studios is Brendan Escott. Hello, Brendan. How you doing? Things are good back here. I think there's a real good chance this streak extends tonight, and I'm excited for how the house will be rocking. Well, it's it's interesting because there are times during the year, a couple times we've got into Minnesota very late. Uh, once from Philadelphia, another time after a... Uh, uh, the last time the Oilers played a, I believe, a scoreless game, went to the, the shootout, and the Jets ended up winning one nothing because last night Winnipeg and Toronto had a scoreless uh, tie into the shootout. Uh, but I, I remember, like, you get into Minnesota at 1.45, 2.15 in the morning, you get into, you know, coming in from Winnipeg because you, you have to clear customs. Uh, and then conversely, we did the Philadelphia trip where it was Minnesota the next night after the Oilers had a hard-fought battle. That was the game in which Connor McDavid got into it. Oh, what was his name? Uh, he's from Jerry Haddam. He played in the Western Hockey League. Uh, Brandon Manning. Got into it with Brandon Manning uh, after one of the goals. Uh, and the Flyers ultimately won 6-5. Like, you know, when you're privileged enough to travel, you can sometimes feel the energy level of a team. I'll be very intrigued to see, Brendan, what Chicago brings. Let's, let's, take, let's take us through things as we do the injury report right here, right now, for James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. We've got Trent Brown, Jim Brown. It's this simple. Uh, they get you the best results, 250-plus years. Just check this out. The Oilers are completely healthy for tonight's game. The Hawks, Connor Bedard is out with a fractured jaw. Taylor Hall has a full tear of his ACL. He's done for the season. Andreas Athanasiu hasn't played forever. Doesn't have a goal a season after sniping 20 last year. He's out with a groin injury. Tyler Johnson has a foot injury. He had nine goals in 35 games this year. They picked up Anthony Beauvillier. Basically, when the termination of Corey Perry's contract took place, he is out with a wrist injury. And on defense, yes, they got Seth Jones back since the last time Edmonton played him. Uh, and Jones does play 25-22 per game. But Connor Murphy and Nikita Zaitsev, their two most experienced defensemen besides Jones, are in as well. The Hawks' numbers coming into tonight's game. Again, they've dropped 18 straight road games. They're 31st in goals for, 29th in goals against, 32nd in the league in the power play, 26th in PK, 31st in shots for, 22nd in shots against, 28th in, uh, in terms of save percentage, and 45% in the faceoff circle, dead last in the league. Conversely, Edmonton, who's on a wonderful run, are now fourth in the league in goals for, 10th in the league in goals against. Think about that. Think about a 3-9-1 start when the team was 30th, and they're now 10th in the league in goals against. Sixth in the league in the power play. The Oilers were 30th in the league when Jake Woodcroft was relieved of his duties on the PK. The Oilers are now 9th in the league at 82.7%. Second in the league in shots for, 4th in the league in shots against. They've moved up to 7th in the league in faceoffs, and they've moved up to 16th in the league uh, in terms of uh, save percentage. 
and they were 31st when the coaching change was made. By the way, the PK has killed off 33 of 34 shorthanded situations over the last 10 games. And the numbers for Edmonton during this 22-3 and run, number one in the league in terms of points percentage, number one in the league in goals four uh, per game, number one in the league in terms of... Uh, a goal differential, number two in the league in defense, number four in the league in the power play, number one in the league in uh, penalty killing, and number one in the league in five-on-five expected goals for. These really are the best. Like, like Brendan, like the others have some ridiculous numbers right now, don't they? It's yeah, no, no denying that. I don't know how much more I can add to what you just said. They're the best team in the NHL right now. Tough to make an argument against that. And Chicago, again, uh, with a difficult back-to-back, and you know what that means. Uh, you know, we're, and, and last time we would have thought Mrazek would have needed to stand on his head, but Stuart Skinner actually stole that game, and the orders were, were outplayed a bit. So uh, Calvin Pickard uh, gets the uh, start in between the pipes, Brennan, and just a quick thought on, uh, you know, the guys playing for Calvin, who's been a real good teammate here since coming up from the minors. Yeah, I get that sense as well, and uh, really, they're playing, as you like to call it, dive on the grenade hockey when Skinner's in the net as well, so there's no reason for me to think that won't be the case as they've got Pickard in there uh, and doing his thing for the guys. All right, let's get to NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brandon. Uh, Light night. I think this is the only... What am I looking at? No, I've got Friday's schedule up. Okay, Uh, my apologies. The Senators and Bruins face off a little later tonight. Uh, that's in Ottawa. Montreal is home to the Islanders. And the Flames and Blue Jackets will square off at 7 o'clock as well. Now, Minnesota acquired defenseman Will Butcher, who is 29 years old now, in a trade with New Jersey in exchange for a 23-year-old forward I have not heard of. His name is Maxime Kajkovic, uh, Calgary. But remember yesterday, they put Adam Rzichka and Nick DeSimone on uh, waivers and they lost them both. Rosicka to Arizona, DeSimone to uh, to New Jersey. The Rangers have uh, taken that same risk, play- placing Nick Benino on the waiver wire today. Bakersfield losing 5-3 in San Jose last night. They're home to Abbotsford tomorrow and Saturday. Oil Kings down the QE2 in Red Deer tomorrow. Jerome's son, Tidge Aginla, was the player of the game at the CHL top Prospects game last night, having himself a nice draft season. 55 points in 40 games with the Rockets. He started out his career as a Seattle Thunderbird and thought he might have a better luck in the Okanagan. Sure is so far. And the Golden Bears, Bob, will be in Saskatoon taking on the Saskatchewan Huskies in Canada West action. All right. It is at this exact moment, 416 in Edmonton. When we come back, we'll hear from Edmonton Oilers head coach Chris Knobloch, Leon Dreisettle, and a sit-down convo with Warren Fogle. You're listening to Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, welcome back, everybody. 420, Bob Stoffer, Nice District, Oilers and the Hawks. The Oilers on a 14-game winning streak. The River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline is 780-496-0063. Don't miss Warrant and Quiet Riot. 
live at the River Creek Friday, February the 23rd. Get your tickets now at therivercreeresort.com. The River Creek Resort Casino. Excitement. Bet on it. And you can text us, 7804960063, the Ashley Pine Floors text line as well. Get the new floors you always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com. Mitch has texted us to say another thing we would not see is this player grow from the younger guys if Jay was still a coach. Chris is putting on a master class. That one comes to us from Mitch. Well, I mean, I think that Day Harnay and McLeod certainly grew under Jay Woodcroft and Dave Manson, so I don't think you can necessarily, it was not everybody took a step forward. We go to the owner's sale audio vault for direct work where it's cold outside. Grab a brand new vintage wool blanket at direct work where just $39.95. And uh, Chris Knobloch was asked today about uh, whether or not he thinks this is a, if the streak is a distraction to the players. I don't know what happens in that dressing room as soon as I walk out of it. I don't know what they're talking about, but I, I don't think the streak or what we're doing two weeks from now uh, really gets mentioned. I, we just want to be in the present. We want to be in the now. And what's what? What do we need to be successful tonight? How are we going to win this game tonight? And um, you know, I think we've been doing a pretty good job on staying focused on the now. And Knobloch was added uh, his thoughts as to uh, why he rarely shuffles lines. I often think, uh, you know, as coaches, we overreact. We change things up more than they need to. Often it's um, up to the players to figure things out, work things out. And um, there obviously is times where you are changing things up for, um, you know, a strategy or for line matches or something like that. But, um, you know, I think the last game it was just, Ultimately, we need to make a change. We were very stale. We need to freshen things up, and they responded in the third period. Knobloch also commented on the Holloway McLeod Brown line. Well, it's only it's only been um, you know for 20 minutes and probably four or five shifts that they've actually played together. So to say that they've really got chemistry or they're something that I really like, I, I, I don't know. I know that McLeod, whoever he's been playing with, has been driving the line and doing quite well. He's had numerous line mates on the, on the third line as our third line centerman. And he's been able to adapt and play left wing with Leon uh, for a long stretch of time. So, you know, right now, hopefully it's something that works with those three, but um, we'll, we'll see. There you go. That's Chris Knobloch, Oilers head coach. Let's get to our Oilers Now headliner today. It's Warren Fogle. Our Oilers Now headliner is brought to you by Wilhock Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Here's my one-on-one sit-down with Warren Fogle. Warren, is this the best you've played in the National Hockey League, or have you had other stretches maybe when you were in Carolina when you are at this level? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's probably up there as, as the best. Uh, I, I think back in, in Carolina, I played some really good hockey, and um, you know, I've got to credit my line mates and my teammates. You know, on, anytime you play with Leon Dreisaitl, you know, uh, a little bit more uh, open space for uh, the wingers because everyone's uh, more focused on him. But um, you know, having Nauber here, uh, you know, kind of knows my strengths, and you know, putting me on the right side. I, I think it's really uh, paid dividend for myself. Uh, putting it on the right side, you were telling me before the interview, the first time you got played at right wing was with Chris Knobloch in here? Yeah. So he obviously has unlocked something or unleashed something here, hasn't he? Yeah, it's funny. Back in junior, I was uh, a centerman, and 
uh, we had too many good centermen on our team, so uh, tried me on left, and then he uh, he decided to put me on right for the whole year, and you know things kind of turn uh, things kind of just went uphill from there. So um, you know it's kind of nice to have someone that you know knows your strengths and and, and then utilizing them. Yeah, well, and you ended up being the playoff MVP that year as well for Erie when they won the OHL uh, championship. Uh, maybe explain to our, our listeners just the nuance of playing the left side versus the right side, the, the advantages in terms of taking the puck to the net, how you face the net when you shoot, that sort of thing. Yeah, I think it's just protecting the puck and, and having different avenues with it. I know Knobloch uh, preaches to all of us, you know, try to get that puck off the hip, and when you play on your off wing, you have that option to cut to the middle to, to make a pass or shoot, and, and, and all other options are, you know, to drive wide and use your body to protect it and, and then turn up, so there are a little bit more options playing your off wing, and, uh, but there's always pros and cons. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you played a fair amount with Evander Kane as well. Uh, I'll bet with Leon, it looks like tonight it might be with Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Uh, a different look, which you know, I, it's just, you're sitting in the middle of a 14-game heater. I don't think you guys are even, are you even focused on, on the winning streak, or is it more about just what's ahead of you day by day? Yeah, I think it's been more uh, ahead of it day by day. You know, we, we've known in the past if we look too far ahead, uh, we can get ourselves in trouble. And, um, you know, the the, the, the success, success that we've had, uh, sorry, um, is, uh, is is by taking it day by day. And, uh, yeah, we're just hoping to go that way. What do you have to do to ensure, uh, you know, here's the thing. The standard gets risen. You guys have a good team. You know that. And I think of Nick Saban in Alabama in football. Like, this is the level we got to be at. Maybe it's a little bit easier to do when you have a game a week instead of three games a week. But just to ensure that you play to the level of the expectation of what the Edmonton Oilers want, not necessarily to the level of the opponent, because there have been some games, during, especially starts early in games in the last five or six. You guys were great in Calgary, but I think you would have loved to have had a better first two periods against Columbus, better first period than in Montreal, better first period against Detroit. Yeah, uh, you know, those are habits you don't really want to creep into your game, and, you know, those are things that we've talked about. Um, you know, the, the message is clear. We need to have better starts, and, you know, we have to respect every opponent. It. So, you know, hoping uh, tonight uh, we'll go our way and, and play a full 60. And how much pride do you take in, you know, having to define role on a penalty killing unit that over the last 10 games has killed off 33 of 34? Uh, since uh, Chris has taken over as head coach, it's the number one ranked penalty killing unit in the National Hockey League. Yeah, I think we take a lot of pride in that. You know, I think since he came in, you know, rules have been um, established and, you know, guys take big pride in that. And you can see from the results, you know, guys want to PK and, um, you know, that ice time is valuable and um, you know we're all working as a great unit and also you know our goalies have been playing really well on the PK as well. Warren thank you for your time. Thanks. That is Warren Fogle of the Edmonton Oilers again 33 of 34 shorthanded situations last 10 games. Uh, the Oilers have killed off their penalty kill has gone from 30th in the league to ninth. It's been a major part. I mean if you have the highest expected goals four or five on five and your penalty killing has been the best in the leagues over the last 30 games you're probably going to win some games. We'll head off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn. When we come back, we'll have a sit-down conversation with Louis DeBrus for GCL Diesel. This is Oilers Now. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, 
and all podcast platforms.